Hey, welcome into episode 40 of the Best Coast Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Brandon. I'm here with the Worth Brothers, Josh and Jordan. How are we doing tonight, boys? Excellent. What's going on? Doing great, man. Uh, good day. We're doing this uh, a day later than usual. We did. Uh, Jordan did get that Thursday night preview out for us last night, but day later you, than Jordan. usual. So we, yeah, we got got a little bit of football while we're while we're live. So expect some live reactions to what's going on. It's, it's always sure. fun when we record on Mondays <laughs> and Thursdays because we get the the nice live reactions. Oh yeah. We also, we're diehard Blazer fans, so we also have the Blazer game going for us. We'll be reacting to that. I'm sure live as well. It's pretty pretty entertaining for us go blazers yes. let's go looking good number, this season number, man number one in the west right now Woo. Oh. exactly how we predicted it at the start of the season knew it was so. gonna happen this is our this, this is the year obviously mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. tonight we're playing the nets who kevin durant doesn't even like his own team so let's go <laughs> we can beat this one i i hope so i like these young guns we got so they're fun they're a fun team yeah. All right. Well, we do have uh, we've had some pretty decent scoring in tonight's game. Kind of crazy to see Christian Watson getting another two touchdown game, uh, fresh off a three touchdown game, and this game's not over. So you know, could see another three touchdown game, which is ridiculous. But you know, does this yeah, change your I, outlook I said, on Rogers? It changes my outlook on Watson. I, yeah. I said last night, you know, he's not going to have another three touchdown game and we're in the third quarter. He's got two. So maybe he will. Um, I think just because you said it out loud, man, it is. It, it really is. So, it, you know, one of those like curse kind of things. But uh, I, I'm happy for him. He looks really good. He's playing well. He's getting open like it's not just because he's winning jump balls, which he's also capable of. So. It's good his to see that he did win a jump ball. Yeah. That was a nice yeah, and the second one, he just lost his guy in the back of the end zone was, you know, pretty much wide open to catch it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he looks nice. Does this make, does this give you a thought that, you know, maybe in some easier matchups coming forward, I, I don't know exactly what the Packers remaining schedule is, but that maybe Rogers could be a, a streaming option now that he has, that wide receiver that he seems to really trust out there, especially in the, in the red zone. I think so. Um, and he's also, you know, we, we've seen him get some rapport going with uh, Dobbs in the past. Who's out right now, I believe. So uh, when he, you know, as, as all those weapons get healthy and stuff, it's possible that he could uh, end up putting together a few nice games in a row towards the end of the season might be a valuable guy for the fantasy playoffs. Yeah. I, They're still trying to make the actual playoffs, and uh, we'll see. It it would be tough for them, but I mean, honestly, don't put it past them. Uh, that's all I right. gotta say. Yeah. I mean, don't Rogers. Yeah, I could. They could get into the wild card. They're not going to win the division, though. I think uh, no the Vikings, Vikings are too far ahead. Snatched. Uh, yeah, I, that win for the Vikings this last weekend almost all but sealed it for them. Yeah, um, that was a huge comeback, huge win. Still. And say, did you see they took the Justin Jefferson's gloves and arm sleeve and put them in the Football Hall of Fame? No. Oh, snap. I didn't yeah, they see t- that. They took his gloves and his arm sleeve from that game, and they're uh, on display at the Football Hall of Fame right from now. From that catch? Yep, from that yeah. catch. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I, I saw that on Twitter. I was like, okay, that's pretty That's pretty cool. You know, that's That's big. So... I mean, it was incredible. It was such a cool game to watch. That was a big game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love these jerseys, dude. I'm buying the... them. I'm going to the game on Saturday and I'm getting them. <sighs> Are you? Oh, They're my so God. weird, man. I, I don't know. Them. Like, It's not our colors. But it's homage it's... to the, the carpet, man. We're talking yeah, man, about, just PDX so everybody carpet. knows, we're, we're talking about the Portland Trailblazers alternate city jerseys that they have. Um, you know, our colors are typically the red, white, and black. And, and these have... Uh, the Portland airport has some pretty crazy like blue carpet and it's just like a famous thing. People literally take pictures of their feet as they're leaving or people that come in and travel in, they take pictures of it. And so they're they're on our new city jerseys and it's just different to see a black and, you know, blue Jersey. Black and light blue. It almost looks like a Charlotte Jersey. Yeah. Uh But I still love it though. I love it. I too. bought the hat last it. year, so I I got the hat already. It's time to get the 
the jersey. So I get it. It's for the kids, and I'm an old man. I don't like when things change, and blah blah blah. That's fine. That's fine. You know what? I'm still a kid at heart, so I'm going with it. <laughs> you know it. I'm a week away from turning 34, but <laughs> I'm still As a kid. As someone with heart. a three-year-old man, I have to have my inner child alive. You are hot mm-hmm. on my heels. I'm already yeah. 34. Yeah, uh, we're getting old. Uh, so yep. weird. I was talking to my buddy who he's c- closing in on 20 years in the Air Force, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> like that is so weird to think of." Like that, you know, he's about like he's three years away from the 20 years in the air force. And I'm just like, you realize that that means that we graduated that long ago. Like this is such a weird feeling. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, it's, Y'all are it's old. so scary. Yeah. yeah shut up. Youngin. Uh, All right. Let's get back the to the kid. This is yeah. making me feel bad. Let's get back to football. All right. Let's hop into the daily roundabout here. Um, <laughs> you know, hopefully you guys got your players from Thursday night football out of your flex spot. That doesn't mean I see this on Twitter all the time. Oh. I'm not telling you not to start the player. Just put them in the running back position or the wide receiver position yes. so that in case you have an injury before now and Sunday, you have the ability to start any other player. It's just a protection for you just in case because injuries do pop up on Friday and Saturdays. So yes. you know, just be prepared for that. Um, so that's just news, you know, going forward as well. You know, if you see us put that on Twitter or something, it doesn't mean we're telling you not to start, you know, Derrick Henry tonight. It just means don't have Derrick Henry in your flex position, have him in your running back position. So, yeah. And that applies um, to guys that we say like, Oh, you can flex this guy. It's like, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't mean they have to be in your flex spot. They yeah. can be, we're saying that's your third wide receiver or your third running back or whatever, you know, fourth, if it's a deeper format or whatever it is like, but you can put them in any spot. The points count the same. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's no. not like a bonus point for having them in your flex spot. So um, most people do this, but some people don't. So this is just oh, for I, anybody man, who's, who's on new Twitter and, all and the time. maybe finally getting into like some podcasts for trying to improve at fantasy football. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, the Texans added, uh, Eno Benjamin and Amari Rogers in back to back days. The Eno Benjamin one is kind of interesting for me. Uh, yeah. That kind of tells me that likely next season they're not going to draft a running back. I think they'll go with, um, you know, Damian Pierce and then have Eno be that backup for them. I think uh, it'll probably be performance based on Eno. Um, yeah. You know, we'll we'll see what happens here. But yeah, they're they're probably done trying to use Rex Burkhead and wedge that into, you know, into the play. So. And Eno's a good backup running back. I mean, he he really is. Like he he can fill in very nicely. You know, I still never for... heard any other reasoning why they dropped him in Arizona. It no, I can't believe they dropped sense. him. I, I yeah, I'm still every every analyst that I've listened to and everything has said that they were kind of shocked. But I did hear that that from some like beat reporters um, was that he got into like a big blow up match uh, in the locker room over playing time because the game after Connor returned, he only played like he only got like four carries or like four snaps and that he like just blew up in the, in the locker room that he wasn't getting enough playing time. So I think that's kind of what led to it. They just said, okay, fine, go, go play someplace else. Um, So it's kind of crazy to me, but it says a lot um, that they do have the trust in, in the other running backs in that room. So uh the Saints did announce that they're going to start Andy Dalton this week. That one is still so surprising to me. He hasn't shown that he can do anything more than what Jameis can do. And I, I think Jameis was doing great to start the year. Uh, so that one's a little surprising for me. I, I would like to see Jameis out there more for like what Olave can do. And, you know, I think he was better for, for Camara as well, but it is what it is. Uh, the Saints also signed David Johnson to the practice squad. They, uh, personally, really... I think Andy Dalton's better for Kamara. I think he checks down more than Jameis Winston, who wants to kind of like scramble out of the pocket and make a big play downfield. So, but I do think it's better for Alave, and I think it's probably better for the offense if Jameis Winston plays. But that's you know the coaches do what the coaches do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's jump into some injury news. Uh, there's quite a bit of it from last week. Uh, Khalil Herbert was placed on IR with the hip injury. 
Uh, Dallas Goddard was placed on IR as well with that partially separated shoulder, and they missed that terrible face mask call at that on that same play. Oh, yeah. Uh, so just you know, I mean, literally injury to insult on that one. So um, yep. uh, Ertz is officially ruled out for the season, um, as well as uh, Cooper Cup was ruled out for the season. Uh, oh, really? Just, yeah. Um, well, they're saying I didn't that, see that. They're most likely not, maybe not the, the actual regular season, but it's looking likely that he'll be out for the fantasy season four to six weeks, but they're looking at maybe longer than six weeks now that he had the surgery. Um, okay. That was the last that I had read online. So I just heard that six weeks was a conservative estimate. Okay. That's what I heard as well. That was the last thing that I heard as well was six weeks was a conservative estimate. Now that he ended up having to have the surgery. Um so not good. Um, I mean, don't drop him uh, just because, I mean, you never know. Um, if he comes if, back for championship week, you're going to play him, right? Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Yes. So you can't let him go. You got to hold on to him. I mean, he still holds high dynasty value. Uh, Hollywood Brown was uh, has a good chance to return to play this week, which nice. I think is really big for that offense. Um you know, obviously Hopkins is playing really good, but it'd be nice to see all of them out there and and rolling, especially now with the offense getting Rondell more more involved. I think this offense could really get going. So, yeah, I um, hope to see it uh, with with Ertz being out. It's you know, it's great news mm-hmm. for sure. And with Ertz being out, there's still volume to be spread around. So I don't worry about anybody like losing targets to Hollywood or Hollywood not having targets to come back to. So it's kind of, yeah. Yep. Uh, Cole Komet was added to the injury report Wednesday with a thigh injury. I think I heard he returned to practice today. Um, uh, I can't a hundred percent confirm that, but I'm pretty sure I saw that online today that he returned to practice today. I expect him to be out there this week. Um, Jamal Williams did not practice with an illness. Uh, that still shouldn't be anything too crazy. Wednesday practices and even sometimes Thursday practices typically um, can do that. There was five Bills players out with an illness as well. So that's something to monitor a little bit more. Uh, they did announce today that they moved the Bills and Browns game to Detroit. So we won't have that crazy snowball that we thought we were going to see. Um, they expected the snow to kind of clear by Sunday. But it was more travel and, you know, six feet of snow makes it a little difficult to actually yeah. have a, a good football game. So, um, Michael Hartman was actually, <laughs> yeah, uh, Michael Hartman was actually placed on IR today as well, um, which is crazy. Uh, so, you know, Juju's in concussion protocol. MVS is not practicing currently. Uh, he did not practice again today. Uh, neither did Juju, so I don't expect Juju to play. MVS has a chance to play. Kadarius Tony smash play um, yeah. to the moon. It's unfortunate yeah. for people who didn't pick up Tony. It's unfortunate for people that were really depending on Juju for all the massive buys this week. Sad yeah. day. I think I'm going to start him in Dynasty. Yeah. Um, Mark Andrews. <clears throat> excuse me. Mark Andrews is uh, back to practice. Is expected to play this week. Uh, both Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, both participating in individual drills. From what I've heard, there's a chance that both of them play this week. Uh, yeah, that's on track. Yeah, they're both on track to play. Barring any setbacks, we should see both of them out there. Massive for their offense, especially going up against the Chiefs this week. Um, I would love to see both those offenses. I mean, it does suck that Juju's out because um, I would love to see both of them fully healthy and battling it out i think that would be just great to watch uh so um yeah let's hop into the week 11 preview you guys got any other injury news or anything that i missed nope okay so we got four teams on by this week uh some big teams on by this week uh jaguars dolphins seahawks and buccaneers um man these bye weeks are this week is oh it's brutal for me killer dude (laughs) oh man Thankfully, I do. One of the teams I play against has Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, so I have a, a minuscule of a chance. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah very very small chance. You'll be all right. Yeah, I hope so. I just I don't have 
I don't have uh, Ken Walker, Jeff Wilson, Christian Kirk. <laughs> so I'm, I'm hurting myself there. But um, all right, well, let's jump into the Bears at Falcons. Uh, 50 and a half point over under Falcons minus three. That kind of surprises me that the Falcons are minus three, honestly. Not um, me. Really? I think though. this is now, a good line. Now, why is that? Because we've seen that this Bears offense can put up, you know, 25 plus points each week. And, you know, the Falcons really only have a run game and the Bears have a not terrible run defense. Yeah, but I think they have a bad enough run defense that the Falcons are going to be able to do what they want to do. And we've seen them win in games where they're able to do that when they get when they get control of the game script and they're able to run the ball 30 plus times and, you know, just bleed the clock, then they're winning games. And I think they can so do it's that almost a guarantee team. that this game goes over then. You know, I mean, because I could I could easily see the Bears putting up, you know, 28 to 35 points in this game, honestly. You know, I, I mean, you're almost... disagree. Yeah, I think it's probably going to be a pretty defensive game. I think the Bears will be able to slow down the Falcons run game, which is what they really depend on. But I think the Falcons can maybe match up OK with the Bears like Fields is going to do what Fields does. But I think, uh, you know, they can they can probably stop most of those Bears weapons. I don't like uh I don't really like Montgomery against the Falcons D this week. It's like you're going to have to play him and it's okay, but I think this I think that the I think I'd take the under on this. I think I would too personally. I don't think there's a chance it goes under. Well, maybe unless, we should water bet the, on it. Unless, the, unless I'm 0 for 2 on water bets. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Let's do it. Put it on the board. It's on the board, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think it goes over. I think the Bears. I I, I mean, if, if the Falcons score two touchdowns, uh, I think this goes over. I just if if Fields continues to run for over eighty yards, if he gets over eighty yards, I I, I just think it it happens. I don't know. I mean, I mean, isn't the focus of every defense now just going to be stop Justin Fields from running the ball? Yeah, but at the same time, he's moving the ball with Mooney and he's moving it with Komet. Like, he's not throwing it terrible. Like, because they're so focused on him running the ball, it's opening up those other weapons. I think you're right, but I don't think it's going to be enough to to really make that much of a difference. I mean, they're three and four, or sorry, three and six right now. And I, I think, yeah, we're more likely to see another loss on this one. I don't know. I think... I mean, I think the Falcons could win the game just because that defense really is that bad. But if they do win the game, then it's got to go over. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'll be crazy, but I just did it. Uh, I'm excited for, the... to see how this one turns out now. I wasn't excited to watch this game at all, but Me now either. I am. Yeah, I'm shocked well, that the over-under is 50 and a half. I thought it'd be somewhere, you know, very mid, like like that Browns-Bills line, 43 and a half or something like that, you know? Sure. But it's because there's no defense on either side. And I don't think that that's not really true. Like the Falcons has been okay this year. It's not. How many yards know, did they just give up to the, to the Carolina Panthers running backs last week? Yeah. yeah. An insane amount. A lot. Yeah. And now you've got fields who can run and you've got David Montgomery. And then you're trying to stop. David Montgomery has been doing nothing though. For yeah, weeks, the, it's the Falcons. He's going to do something. I don't know. He'll have he'll have <laughs> over sixty rushing yards. I think that's fair to say, but I don't know that they let Justin Fields run all over them like he has been the last couple of weeks. If I'm any NFL team, that's my primary concern playing the Bears. So <laughs> you don't think the last two teams have tried to stop him? Andy's no, going it's, against it's the, not just that. The they didn't sell out to stop him, and you have to. Uh, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I, call me crazy, but I just. I think you're probably right that the Bears win, but I, I still think that. I think it's the under. Green Bay with yeah. the pick. Um. All right. What about Kyle Pitts? Where are we at with him still? I don't know how we keep talking about him. Dude, I don't know. I would play how, Cole Komet over Kyle Pitts. Oh, I'd play Cole Komet over him for sure. 
I but how played. does sleeper keep projecting him as a top ten tight end? And I don't know. This kills me. That, I added this stat. Yeah, that he's projected week. as a top eight tight end right now, and he's only had two finishes over tight end thirteen. Granted, the tight end position is just hot garbage, but and there's injuries. It's so bad. Yeah, I don't know. This one's a weird one for me. So, are you starting uh, Kyle Pitts? Let's just no. put it that way. Okay. I'm not even. No, I would. I would find other options. Um, Same. I understand that a lot of people don't have many other options, but I would find other options. I'm not like saying you're terrible at fantasy football if you start Kyle Pitts, but yeah, I would. I, I would rather find another option. Yeah, Zach's terrible at fantasy football because he huh. started Kyle Pitts. <laughs> Actually, last week he started Cole Komet. Smart man. Smart man. Um. Come on. Huh. I don't even want to talk about fantasy football last week. That was so bad. <laughs> um, the Browns at, Browns at Bills, 43 and a half point over under. Bills minus eight and a half. Um, quick question Are you worried about Chubb at all in this game because of how big the line is? Do you think they're, it's going to be similar to last week? I mean, Chubb, I know, ended up getting the, the long touchdown last week that kind of saved his week. But do you think you could have a similar situation this week? Even though you ha- we have seen that you can run against the Bills. Yeah, I think you just have to start Chubb. Yeah, he's, so. he is the Browns' offense. You're starting Chubb. This game, did we? Did you mention that this game was moved from Buffalo to Detroit? Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, I put that up. in the roundabout. Okay. Roundabout. So, um, you know, Josh Allen's still dealing with the elbow injury. Uh this is the last week for the Browns before Deshaun Watson comes back. They do have a bye next week, and then Deshaun Watson comes back. Uh, so this is probably the last time we see this type of offense. I'm curious to see what this team looks like when they comes come back. Same. Um, but, you know, you're starting Gabe Davis, uh, Stefan Diggs, Chubb. We talked about that. Now, what about Donovan Peoples-Jones, Amari Cooper, and... David no. Njoku. Any of them? I, don't, I, I would start Njoku if he plays. Yeah, I think I would too, but I don't really want to start either of those wide receivers you mentioned. Um, I think I would probably start DPJ over Amari Cooper right now, though. Amari Cooper over or under 10 fantasy points this week? Under. under. Okay, I was going to say the same thing. Over or under 7 fantasy points? Over. Or right about that. Under. I'm going to say under as well. What so. about DPJ? Do you think he scores over seven fantasy points? I'd take the over there, the I over guess, but, but under 10 still. I think it's yeah. the running backs that are going to get it done for the Browns if it, if they're going to get it done. And maybe mm-hmm. Njoku. And maybe Njoku yeah. mixed in a little bit. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go to the Eagles eight and one at Colts four five and one. <laughs> it's so funny reading their line. Um, <laughs> Forty four and a half point over under Eagles minus six and a half. The Eagles defense last week gave up one hundred and twenty eight yards to Terry McLaurin. Can you see the same thing coming out of Pittman now that they've returned to Matt Ryan? I can see pushing that number. I'm confident starting him this week, as crazy as that sounds. I think the volume's there, (laughs) and that maybe he can figure out a way to exploit the Eagles' D in a similar fashion. It's possible. I I don't... What about... I know this sounds crazy, but what about Paris Campbell, who we've seen get around 10 targets the last three times he's played with Matt Ryan? Yeah, he's I think you're safe flexing. Yeah, I think you're safe flexing Paris Campbell. Yeah. Um, the Colts run defense has been giving up an RB one performance over the last two weeks. Are you a hundred percent confident in Miles Sanders this week? Yes, I wouldn't say a hundred, but uh, it's like 75, 80. I'm playing with confidence. He's in my lineup. Yeah. I'm still yeah, playing him. Say, yeah, I'm confident starting him. I just it always worries me because like he he needs that touchdown to really have a solid week. Because he's not one that's going to rush for 130, 140 yards. Like you just don't right. see that out of him too much. We we do but, see nice burst plays from him though, of you know, thirty-five yard runs and stuff like that. And he's he's good enough yeah. to score you the fantasy points that you need to put him in his, in your lineup. So 
But with that said, I could see him getting into the end zone this week. Like I could see it happening. Yeah, so for sure. Um, um, all right, let's go to the Jets six and three at Patriots five and four, 38 and a half point over under Patriots minus three Ugh. and a half. Both teams are coming off a bye week. Bill Belichick is incredible coming off of a bye week. And the last time the Patriots defense played, they had nine sacks. Um, how, I mean, where are we at with all of the people in this, this game, you know, start the bad like, D. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. And I mean, uh, Jacoby Myers, like where are you confident mm. in Jacoby Myers going against this Jets defense? Would you flex Jacoby Myers over Paris Campbell? No. No, I would go Paris Campbell. Yeah, I think I would too. I'm stuck. I have to start Jacoby Myers. I don't have any other options unless somehow Juju comes off the freaking injury report. Um, He could be okay. I just think volume-wise, he might be okay. Like, you know, just could get some yardage. He's a good red zone threat at least. And, you know, there's a chance, but... Both these defenses are just really good. Now, Damian Harris is no longer on the injury report. Um, are you are you starting Damian Harris, or are you worried about Ramondre Stevenson? Does it go kind of either way for you guys on those those ones? Uh, you know, I think it what it does is caps Ramondre Stevenson's ceiling, but I'm still playing him the same. I don't know that I'm playing Damian Harris returning in this game, so. Uh, I mean, well, not. he's been back. He's been back well, for he a couple a, weeks. He had an illness, didn't he? Before their yeah. bye week. Yeah, but, he was still on the injury report the week before. Yeah, he's he's been like, yeah, he he hasn't been back fully healthy, but he's right. been back like you know he he missed a few weeks and now he's he played la, you know in their last game. Right, um, but he like I said, he was he was playing with an illness in that game. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I think. I think Ramondre has pretty much taken over that backfield, at least for the time being. I would way rather play Ramondre. Uh, Ramondre, I don't want to play Damian Harris at all, really. Yeah. That's kind of how I am, too. I, I, I'm worried that Damian Harris isn't just, he's not going to get the volume anymore like he used to get. They're really confident in what Ramondre can do. And I just think it kind of stays that way. So, yeah. how do you guys feel about James Robinson? Not great. But I have Not to play great, him in just, the league I have. Yeah. I think it's just because of the, the defense as well that he's going up against. I don't feel super confident in it. Um, I don't think that there are 24 running backs who are going to score fantasy points higher than him this week either. So, Okay, so an RB2, yeah. but yeah. probably low end probably RB2. Low end. Yeah, 20 to 24 well, would be my guess. Would you rather play him than Michael Carter? Yeah, I I would. I would, especially coming off the bye week. Yeah. Cool. All right. Let's go to the Rams three and six at Saints three and seven. Thirty eight and a half point over under Saints minus four. Uh, With Cooper Cup out, where's the offense going to come from from the Rams? Is it Skoranek? Is it Robinson or is it Higby? I think they it's hope it's a mix three. of Skoranek and Robinson, and it's probably more than likely neither. I don't think How? there's going to be a lot of offense for this Rams yeah. team. I don't like, we still don't know if Stafford's going to play. It sounds more and more likely that he will. Uh, so I think, you know, maybe Daryl Henderson's a flex play because he might see some dump offs with no Cooper Cup there. Uh, I yeah. think Higby goes up in the in the crummy tight ends to like slightly less crummy tight end. Uh, yeah. Skor- I think Skoranek is a potential to have volume. He's certainly no Cooper cup, but he could be that, that target. He, he has a similar skill set, not as mm. good as cup, but he has a skim- near, similar skill yeah. set as, as cup has. So he's my favorite on this offense to have a good game this week. Yeah, yeah, if I had them all, I'd probably flex him. Uh, I don't want to play Allen Robinson still. I'm Same. I'm still totally out. Yeah. Um, and you know we're confident in Camara. Obviously, are you guys a little worried about Alave? I mean, obviously you're not taking Alave out of your lineup, but we just haven't seen the same same thing out of Alave since Andy Dalton has been starting. Like, does it worry you at all with him? Yeah, and I kind of blame Andy Dalton. Um, 
I'd I still play Alave though. I think he's Same. a really good player that, you know, he's he's still going to get the targets and he has to overcome a little with it, with them being from Andy Dalton, but he can probably overcome that. Mm-hmm. I just, you All know, right. the red zone opportunity is probably pretty low and that's unfortunate. If it were an offense that was moving the ball really well, I think Olave, you'd be stoked to have in your lineup every week. Do you guys yeah. have uh, any interest in Van Jefferson? Not really. I want to monitor Van Jefferson this week. I think Van Jefferson could be somebody that pops up on our waiver show next week. Um, If you have an open roster spot, like going into Sunday, somebody gets ruled out, you throw him into IR or something like that. Um, He's somebody that I would stash just to be safe because, you know, he could, he could be someone that's involved, you know, easily and could end up, uh, taking that wide receiver spot that we want to see on this offense. So, um, yeah, he's somebody that I would definitely keep an eye on. So a, a trade has been completed. Is it my trade? Got Yeah, you got Jamal Williams. Oh, baby. Hey, congratulations. Hey. Thank Adding you. some Thank running you. back depth for your dynasty playoff run. It's a good move. It feels nice. Oh, that's the next game we're talking about. Lions at Giants. Yeah. Do you like that move, Brandon? I I told him I liked it when we were when he was trying to think of what it was, and I was like, <laughs> if you're getting Jamal Williams, what was it like a second and like somebody else, like a kind of you know a bench yeah. guy, a mid twenty three second and Ken Gainwell? Yeah, I I think especially because you're a competing team, I don't think that's bad at all. I like it. I think it's yeah. I think it's the kind of the perfect like add running back depth heading into the playoffs type move like. You know, you're you're losing a little in the future. You're definitely gaining something now that's definitely a valuable piece for oh, yeah. for the next few I weeks. Put him in my trying to get through the playoffs. So ready to go. It's passing yeah, by. I hope yeah. he does nothing this week, but you know. Well, there's a good chance he will because he's playing the Giants. Yeah, I wish I could have convinced Ritter to wait till next week to trade you, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll that was okay. And that was and Ritter's definitely more in a rebuild mode. Yeah. Good for him to, you know, trade a player who ha- long term has somewhat of a limited upside. Like Jamal Williams is a good player, but he's getting a little bit older. He's, I think, 27, 27. now. And uh, and he gets that mid 23 second. That's really good for his his uh, rebuild. Um, yeah. You yeah, know, Kenneth Gainwell, too, is, you know, someone who could end up somewhere and be valuable. So. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely going to stick around the league for a while as a as a you know a rotational back, and uh, injuries happen all over the place. So he could definitely have this, some this some trade. Value in Miles time. Sanders needs to stay healthy for the rest of this season. That's true. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. Well, let's jump into that Lions at Giants game. Forty six and a half point under over under Giants minus three. Um, I think Daniel Jones, or as uh, Saquon Barkley likes to call him, Vanilla Vic, uh, <laughs> is a is a good streaming QB. I freaking love that nickname so uh, much. He's a great streaming so QB this week, Vanilla Vic. Oh, man, I died when I read that. I was like, "There's no way this is actually real," but yeah, Vanilla Vic. Oh, that's so funny. Um, but. I think he's a, a great streaming QB this week, especially if you, you know, had Brady to a Gino or Trevor Lawrence. I mean, there was a lot of, you know, pretty good startable quarterbacks on by this week. So especially in a 12 to 14 team league. Oh, so. yeah. Um, and then basically, you know, you've got Barkley. What about um, Wondell Robinson? He's in uh, he, one of my lineups, but I'm I don't know. I'm not feeling good about it he's got a questionable tag right now too so it's a little sketchy i think right now i'd be more confident uh flexing um oh gosh what's that darius slayton darius slayton yes i I think i probably would as well yeah yeah and i don't honestly if they're both playing i don't really feel terrible about playing either of those guys mm -hmm. yeah barkley's in for a massive week that's the truth yep um let's go okay so we talked a little bit about jamal williams because of your trade but do we is swift staying i mean he's in one of my lineups because i don't have a choice i literally have nobody left to play on my bench yep um and 
but I mean, are you are you getting more confident with him? They they started to uptick his usage a little bit more last week. He got the touchdown last week. Do we think it continues to go up this week? Or I mean, Jamal Williams always has a chance of getting a touchdown. Yeah, like, that's the truth. They, they just trust him down there. So I'm kind of worried that the Giants will plow through them this week and kind of neither of them will have a good game. It could very well happen, but that offense moves the ball really well. So. Yeah, they do, especially when Swift and Amon Ra are both getting involved. So I, I look for them to get Swift more involved. That's what we were seeing at the beginning of the season was a ton of Swift and Amon Ra and, uh, you know, and like some Hawkinson and stuff. And they got rid of Hawkinson. So they really need Swift and Amon Ra to get going. And I think they're going to try and get Swift more involved in this week. So I, I would start Swift. Yeah, I'm, I I like Swift this week, especially in the passing game. So, yep. Um, and then you got Alvin Ross St. Brown. Obviously, you're starting him. Uh, other than that, I don't think there's really any other pass catching options or tight ends that you can feel confident in in this game. I miss yeah. Daniel Bellinger. Oh, yeah. I'm going to bring up his name just a second ago because, you know, that's part of the reason I feel like you can start either Wandale or Slayton if they're both playing because Daniel Bellinger, you know, was soaking up targets and looking really good. And if, you know, if they got to go somewhere, the last couple of weeks they've been an, a nice split between some of these other options. So just yeah. go ahead and, and gel with it. Get well soon, Daniel. For real. He looked I know, awesome. I was I was so that like I was diving so into that guy. Like I was like I hope his ISS lineups. Heals. Like <laughs> I was like I was way into what his season was turning into, and then it just... yeah, I grabbed him in our dynasty league off of your, <laughs> so it's your, your constant harp. It was... So it's your fault. <laughs> you know, probably, probably. Uh, no, I was, I was, uh, I was Sorry. really liking what he was into. You know, he was he was starting to get more and more and more involved, and I mean, in dynasty, I, that was a great pickup. I'm I can't believe I missed him. Um, <laughs> that was a, a great snag. Granted, I, I wasn't looking at tight end very much because I had I have Mark Andrews, so I wasn't looking at the tight end side very often. But I, I could have grabbed him a week sooner, but I have Travis Kelsey, so I also wasn't really looking at tight end in that league. And then I was like, I don't know, something struck me. I was looking at just everybody, and I was like, well, let me see who's there at tight end. And I couldn't believe he was still there, so I, I scooped him up. Yeah, I'm sad I missed that one, but... All right, well, let's jump over to the Panthers, uh, three and seven at Ravens, six and three. Um, 43 and a half point over under Ravens minus 12 and a half. I think this is with the anticipation <laughs> that Mark Andrews is returning. Um, so a, yeah. that line's hilarious, man. That's like. <laughs> so Are we're you confident talking in anyone on the. The Panther, I mean, Foreman, Foreman, good with Foreman. They have like a 15 point implied point total for the Panthers, basically. (laughs) And Uh, yes, 27 for the Ravens. They're just, yeah, they're projecting they're going to smash. All right. This is, uh, I I think, yeah, I think the Ravens probably do smash them. It's in Baltimore. Like this, it's just so funny. Ravens are coming off off a bye week. Yeah. Mark Andrews should be back, which is really good news for Lamar. Like, yeah, likely filled in okay for him, but it's not the same. Like, don't, it's not. It's not, but don't yeah. besmirch Likely's name like that. He <laughs> filled in excellently. Admirably. Yeah. Thank you. Admirably. He, I agree, but it's not the same as but Mark no, Andrews. It's no, it's Mark gargantuan shoes to fill. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Duvernay. I, I think you could start Duvernay this week I, as well. I wonder if you could start Likely. I, I really wonder if he's a, a guy who's earned targets in this offense. I'm going to say no. I don't think you yeah. can start him with confidence at tight end. I think there's other options I would rather go with. What if you're yeah. in a flex league where like, you have a, a flex option that's either wide receiver, running back, or tight end? Would you flex him over guys that we've talked about so far? Like who? No. No. No, like, I, I I don't think out of all the guys we've talked about, you know, uh, I would start 
Paris Campbell over him. I would start, yeah. I would start Slayton over him. I would, okay. those are just guys, you know, they're going to get the involvement and we don't even know how much, how many snaps likely he's going to get. I mean, we, so, yeah, he may have earned some targets when he's on the field, but what if he only ends up with a 30% snap share? You know, this is the thing that I, that I want to talk about. The Ravens use tight ends in two tight end and three tight end sets. Like I think more frequently than just about any team in the league. And they actually run tight ends on routes a really high amount as well. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he's already been having games seeing four or five, you know, targets with Mark Andrews out there. Uh, we saw when they had Mark Andrews and Hayden Hurst that there were games where both of them were getting a lot of targets. And they like Lamar loves to throw to the tight ends. And this team loves to use tight ends in that fashion. It's a mismatch. It, you know, it, it, creates good mismatches for him. So you uh, can run the ball out of a two tight end set. So it gives him a little more, you know. Yeah, for a team that likes to run and then do a lot of play action off of those runs, to have those tight end options is exactly what makes this offense keep rolling, you know. And th- there were times when they had Andrews, Hayden Hurst, and Boyle all out there like running routes <laughs> right. and you know they'd have all three of them on the field for for a ton of plays well, so andrews is just a truck size wide receiver so i i still am way more confident in andrews i don't know that i'd be really excited to play isaiah likely this week but like in uh you know in a deeper format where tight end sucks I think you could do a lot worse. And I think if we see that Andrews and likely are both involved this week, that it's possible Isaiah likely could actually be like the second or third target in this offense, which it's a small pie. It's not huge, but, but uh, you know, when Devon, when Devin Duvernay and, uh, and Rashad Bateman, who's not even there right now, who like both of them are pretty unproven receivers are the, uh, the guys you're competing with. It, you know, it it leaves it open to to the possibility that, yeah, it could be Mark Andrews and Isaiah Likely that are really the guys earning targets here. OK, but like you said, that's oh. a small pie. Yeah. So last question on this one um, before we move on to the next game. What about DJ Moore? What about DJ Moore? <laughs> yeah, good question. Right? The Panthers starting at quarterback because I saw Baker with a projection in sleeper. Baker like, is supposed to be the starter. Yes. I guess that there was multiple no. reports that teammates wanted Sam Darnold, but they're still going with Baker. If Baker's starting, there's no way I'm playing DJ Moore. Not a chance. Yeah. It makes me yep. glad to hear that the Raiders aren't the only team with a, a locker room divided. Well, you're, the team you're playing this week is the same way. <laughs> oh, true. We're about to get to it. We'll we'll save it for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can talk trash later. Uh Commanders five and five at Texans one seven and one. Forty and a half point over under commanders minus three and a half. Um, I think you're you're safe with Terry McLaurin, um, Damian Pierce, and then we can kind of talk. What about Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson? I mean, we saw Brian Robinson get a lot of carries this last week. Uh really good, you know team to run the ball against are you confident in brian robinson again this week i yeah i would start both of these guys Same. that's how i feel about it yep it's weird it to say why i agree what about curtis samuel uh yeah not bad especially against this defense um yeah. so yeah i think you're i think you're safe with that one uh, are you what about anybody else cooks? yeah that's what i was gonna ask brandon cooks nope or Nico Collins. No, I think I'd maybe rather start Nico Collins, but it's not by much. And I'd rather not start either. I don't want either of them's 45 yards. Yeah. I want, okay. I want Damian Pierce and no other Texans really. Yep. That's uh, kind of where I'm at as well. Um, all right. Uh, let's just jump over to the next really fun game of the week. Uh, Raiders, Raiders two and seven at Broncos three and six. 41 and a half point over under Broncos minus two and a half. That's like, that's implying that we're going to score more than 16 points though. Like <laughs> I don't, I don't know if that's possible. I mean, I guess it is the Raiders. We did the, the only time we've scored over 20 points this season was the Raider. Game. Right. So, you have to have a over under over 40 points when it's the Raiders. Cause you're going to score over 20 points on the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a, um, 
that's a true story. So uh, I, I was going through earlier. It looks like, you know, Kyler is probably not going to play. I've got Kyler in two different leagues. And so I was trying to figure out replacements for him. And I was sitting there looking at, at uh, Marcus Mariota and Russell Wilson. And trying would, to decide who I'd I would play. Wilson. And I I considered Wilson only because he's playing the Raiders. That's exactly yeah. why I'd play Wilson. I would I would I would feel confident in Russ this week. I know that's weird to say, but the, I mean the thing that makes me hesitant is that despite the like weirdness and like not being greatness of the Broncos backfield, the Raiders can be run on as well. And so I could see the Broncos getting pretty much all of their points and definitely all of their touchdowns via the run. In which no, I, case, think, I think I'm going to guarantee a Dulcich touchdown this week. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, I wouldn't water bet that. I'll tell you. Yeah, <laughs> tell I wouldn't what. either. The Raiders are <laughs> terrible against tight ends. Yeah, I, I think Dulcich gets and a touchdown. And everybody else, too. <laughs> and and that being said, Dulcich, I think, is just a good tight end play this week, uh, regardless of touchdown. Yep. Um, yeah, so. and then uh, Foster Moreau, do you guys think you can start him? Mm. Wouldn't, but it's not bad. In deep, in deep just... leagues, yeah. Yeah. In deep le- yeah. I think there's just probably some better streaming options Would you this play week. Kyle Pitts over him? No, I'd play Moreau. Oh God, what a terrible question! Um, I think God, I'd what play a terrible. <laughs> he's gonna have, yeah, would, he's gonna have some. I'd rather games. just. Yeah, I, he's gonna. I, I guess Foster like, Moreau is gonna have four or five targets at least, and he, he almost has to because yeah, yeah. without Renfro now or Waller, Waller, like you had last time that they played, it, it's going to put a lot more attention on Adams. On Adams, and, yeah, you know. And I don't Collins know what they're going to good enough to beat your corners. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to oh, do with Sertan. Oh, like yeah. don't play Matt so, Collins this agreed. week. No, do not. It, yeah. And if, it, if and I'm wrong on that, like, I'm sorry. So, are, you, are you okay? Let me ask you this, Brandon, because you're, you know, you're a Broncos fan and you know how good your defense is, especially your secondary. And mm-hmm. you also are a Devonte Adams owner. Are you worried about Devonte Adams this week? No, because similar to what happened last time we played, Sertan did not shadow him. So he, when Sertan was on him, <clears throat> he only had eight yards receiving. When the other uh, corners were on him, he had 102 yards receiving. So, and we're even down our second and third corner. So I think Adam okay. still gets his yards this week. All right. Um good to hear. You know, I I I Adams is just too good. Like I I think our secondary is great, don't get me wrong, but like I Adams is just he's that good. Yeah. Like he really is. Um <laughs> I like Josh Jacobs this week too. I do too. I'm more worried about certain or uh Adams in the red zone because that, that will be when they put Sertan yep. on him every you know, he'll be on him every time. Uh, so he'll have to get a deep pass to get a touchdown. Um, like I, you know, if I was placing bets this weekend, I wouldn't be confident putting an anytime touchdown bet on Adams this week. Um, but Word. you know, oh, big but I, I do like, I do like Jacobs this week. Um, again, oh. uh, surprisingly we shut down Henry last week. Um, but I think they just stacked the box and that's why, uh, you know, they had those two touchdowns through the air. So yeah, it's so a little harder to do against that. the against the Raiders. Our yeah, offense isn't isn't exactly mm-hmm. the the big issue for us. Yeah, you it's just got to blitz Carr and and he'll just crumple up into a ball and you can sack him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. Well, let's, let's move on. Go to the next please. game. Uh, that one was yeah. Um, Cowboys six and three at Vikings eight and one forty seven and a half point over under Cowboys minus one and a half. I'm shocked. Which is really shocking to me. Um, considering the Vikings are just coming right off now, of a win against, yeah, yeah, uh, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I don't, I don't get it. But I know the Cowboys' defense is really good, but the Bills' defense was really good, and the Vikings just showed what they could do against them. So anything is possible. Um, I mean, you're basically starting, you're starting everybody. Uh, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, uh, Dalton Schultz, um, 
TJ Hawkinson, Zeke. Yeah, Thielen. I mean, you're basically just starting everybody yeah. in this game. Uh-huh. Pretty much. Um, somebody's going to have a really good game. And, you know, I think even you, Tony Pollard's a, a good start. How do you feel about Cousins? No. As a good Cowboys offense. I think he's the only one that I'm worried about. He could have a good game just because they're going to have to score. And he has Justin Jefferson. I mean, yes. anything's possible. Um, but I, 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 the Cowboys defense is just really good. So, yeah. I'm a little worried about yep. Dalvin Cook. I think this is probably uh, a lower scoring yep. game than that over under. I don't know, man. I agree with that. I I think this is about right. I think both these teams are going to, it's going to be around 24 points. And yeah, it's going to be a nice hard fought game. They're going to be hard fought. You know, it's going to end at exactly 45 points. 24 to 21. I can see that. All right. That's my prediction. I think I'd go. Who wins this game? Twenty-four twenty, Vikings. Okay, I don't know what just happened. I got an alert on my phone that Ryan Tannehill passed it for minus thirty-nine yards. <laughs> what? I don't know. I, don't, I haven't seen it in the game, but I it, I just got an alert on my phone, so I don't know what that means. I don't know. This this game is almost must... over. It's almost a two-minute warning. It must be messed up. Let's, something, something. Let's see. Must Maybe have it's this play here. That doesn't look like minus thirty-nine yards. That looks like uh, Burks almost getting a touchdown. Uh, yep. Oh yeah, my goodness. That's a positive thirty-nine yards, not a negative. <laughs> oh, it just popped up fifty-one yard catch for Burks. Okay. So it was wigging out. I was like, "How do you get minus thirty-nine yards?" It even said second and forty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe wow. someone fumbled and it got like kicked around and then they finally recovered it or something. Oh, so, man. Um, all right. Well, let's get over to the Bengals uh, five and four Steelers three and six 41 and a half point over under Bengals minus four and a half. Um, are you starting Najee yet? Not with confidence. Okay. Me either. Um, no, not at all. So. If if I have to start Najee, I'm not stoked about it. Like Pollard is someone I'd start over Najee if I can. Yeah. Um, you know, you're obviously confident in Mixon. I like mm-hmm. Tyler Boyd this week. Um, just because I think Higgins could end up with a little bit more of the, the coverage. Um so I do I do like that uh play. Um are you worried at all about Joe Burrow going against with, you know, what here I'm, I'm worried about the man personally uh, <laughs> yeah. not necessarily his performance no but, uh, but i yeah, am divisional it, game uh steelers d is back to being the steelers d with tj watt back yep. i again think that this will also be a pretty low scoring game so yeah. Uh, yeah i think the Bengals probably feel like they're fighting for their season right now Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, I think the Bengals take it. I think that four yeah, and I think, half points I think that, is probably about right. So do I. Yeah, so do I. So what about uh, Deontay Johnson or George Pickens? Give me Pickens. Yeah, I'd rather play Pickens. You want to hear something that I'm going to say that's crazy? Say I it. think Deontay Johnson has a really good game this week. Ooh, ooh put it on paper. Tweet it out into the I, world so everybody knows. So fantasy receipts can call me out. That's right. <laughs> That's I'll, right. I'll Don't be scared. I'll put it out. I'll put it out in the world. Deontay Johnson. I I'm confident in him this week. All right. Um, I like, it. like I I might start. And Jordan, you're Deontay. confident Tyler Boyd. Uh, I didn't say. Oh, that. Oh, sorry. Brandon said that. Brandon said that. Yeah, I like Tyler Boyd this week too. I do. Okay. Um, I'm starting Tyler Boyd and I might start Deontay Johnson over Jacoby Myers against the Jets. Oh, I would do that. Yeah, I would do. Yeah. So I just, I, I think there's a slim chance. I'm not a guaranteeing touchdown like I did with Dulcich, but I think there's a chance he finds the end zone this week. (laughs) I like Brandon's guaranteed touchdown of the week. (laughs) I, I like that too. 
I did have my one guarantee of the week. You've I'll, been I'll nailing them too, man. Yeah. Like your two touchdown ETN week was called right. You had some other ones that were good. I, I think you're 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 having a good year. Yeah, what's funny is is I, I always tell Zach um P because we always like we place bets together. It's kind of our thing. And I'll text him the night before and tell him what players to bet on for any time touchdowns for the week. And he'll text me all the time. He's like, dude, if you didn't put those in other parlays, like with like yardage and stuff, he was like, you'd be hitting like crazy because I'm hitting them just left and right with just any time touchdowns. Yeah. I gotta quit putting them in other parlays. So yeah, <laughs> I uh I definitely I, I see I see Dulcich this week. I, that one I'm I'm gonna guarantee that one. That one I'm guaranteed. I'm even right. I've actually I'm placing a bet on that one. But uh, I could see Deontay scoring this week as well. So, all right. Well, we got two games left. Let's hop over to I think what's going to be one of the most exciting games of the week. Yeah. Um, so, man, I'll be really disappointed if this one's not a fun game to watch. Yeah. This me should too. be the big scoring one. I think. Yeah. Chiefs at Chargers, fifty point over under. Chiefs minus six and a half. Uh, we are likely to not have Juju in this game. MVS may miss the game. Uh, I love, love Kadarius Tony this week. Um, yep. That that could be one that you could almost guarantee a touchdown on. Like, yeah. It's it's close because Kelsey is just that red zone I was going to say that it feels that way, but Kelsey could have three. Yes. <laughs> Kelsey yes. could have four. <laughs> I, I hope he has at least two. Um, that's yeah. Same. Let's go. <laughs> I, I never want to root for the chiefs. I hate rooting for the chiefs. Uh, but I don't like rooting for the chargers either. Yeah, exactly. Um, Mike Williams though is likely to come back, man. Do I hope he comes back? Cause I think he could have a huge day against this defense. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to have to take those shots too. Would you yes. play Mike Williams or Kadarius Stoney? Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Really? Yeah, if he's playing. Yes. If he's I think playing, I, I would. I, I think I'm going to play Kadarius Tony over Mike Williams. You're not taking Kadarius out of your lineup for nothing, huh? I don't You're think so. You're the biggest Kadarius truther, but like he still is playing under 30% of snaps. And well, we'll see this week, man. They don't yeah, have we will. That's going other up. receivers. We, That's we going will. I mean, with Hardman week. out as well, I, I agree. But <sighs> that's tough. I know. But, I mean, they I'm don't have with you, man. The Chargers also don't have a lot of offense. You know, they don't have those weapons. I mean, okay, okay. Here, let me change that. If Mike Williams and Keenan Allen return, I would go with Kadarius Tony. They have a super stupid weapon, and his name is Austin Eckler. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. But so they didn't I'll, use super stupid weapon last week. You're right. <laughs> I wanted to ask so. you guys about Gerald Everett because like the last, I mean, he started out really nice early on in the season. These last few weeks, he's been extremely disappointing. He's been banged up here and there. Uh, I don't think he's had more than 10 points in the last like five or six weeks. So I'm like forced to start him. I, I, I think I just dropped him in our in league him. record. Yeah. I have yeah. a dynasty league where he's, he's, my only healthy tight end. Yeah, He's I have not even healthy. I had in Joku on my IR, and since it seems like maybe he'll be back this week, I dropped Everett, and I'm probably going to play in Joku. How I do like you guys feel about it? Like, is there? Would you start Everett over Kyle Pitts? Yes. Oh uh, yeah. Would you start Everett over? Uh, no. Who did we just talk about? What about? Uh, I mean, you got Dalton Schultz. You've got. Um, what about the Bengals? Hayden Hurst or yeah, Pat Fryermuth? I. I think I'd start Hurst. I, think I would I'd start definitely Pat Fryermuth, and For then sure. I'm. I think I might start Hurst over Everett as well. Okay. Okay. Uh, Foster Moreau. Yeah, I'd, yes. I'd start Moreau. Okay, so the, there's okay. your line. All right, I mean, so yeah, Moreau's Everett not even very deep leagues. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not very confident in Everett right now. So what about Isaiah Likely? Could... That was the other option on your team. Everett, Everett. I, okay. I like I said, I'm just not. I'm not uh, yet. I'm not super confident in Likely. Like I, yeah. he, 
played great while Andrews was out, but not super confident right now. I need to see him have a great game with Andrews playing before I would have any kind of confidence in starting him. Okay. Yep. I agree with that. So, um, all right, let's get to the last game of the week. We have 49ers five and four versus Cardinals four and six Monday night football in Mexico city. 43 and a half point over under 49ers minus eight. <laughs> Is that actually the line? No, I'm, I'm, I'm... <laughs> Jordan, I usually do the accent. So. <laughs> Let's not do this. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Let's not do this on one. this one. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's, uh, yeah, let's pass on this one there, boys. <laughs> like, uh, we'll just jump into the players. Um, yeah, are you guys confident in Debo? Right no, now? I'm not confident, but no. I, I'm like, I don't feel like I can take him out of a lineup. Am I just losing I'm because of this? I'm forced to start him again. Yeah, I, I'm the same way. I'm forced to start him right now, and I don't really want like, to. I, I would have to up. bench him for like Zay Jones, who's not playing this week. I would have to bench him for... You know, but an option of that caliber. Yeah, man, it's tough. I would I would start Zay Jones if he he's not playing this week. No, but but Kadarius Tony. I would start it. Oh, I'd start Kadarius Tony all day over oh Debo. My God, wow! Oh, how the mighty have fallen, dude! I don't no, get I, it either. I like it's all opportunity because I don't think Debo's not awesome. Debo's no, he's insanely talented. So, so good. So it's I really just, frustrating. Yeah, I just think uh, Ayuk's getting the yards in the receiving game, and now they don't, they're, they've got a split backfield that's really working with Mitchell and CMC. Yeah. And they just don't need him to rush the ball the same. And it's just not looking good for him. Like it's, it's really not. I hate it. Me too. I love watching Debo play football. Same. I think they need to like they need to create more targets for him because he is he's that good. But I, I don't know. I mean, what about like uh, uh, Rondale Moore? Would you start Rondale Moore on the other side or Debo? Rondale, he's on fire right now. I think I'd start Debo. No, I'd go Rondale as well. I understand, but at the same time, I'm I'm just scared of this San Francisco. Uh, secondary, and it doesn't look like uh, like Kyler Murray is going to play. So I'm worried about opportunity for these wide receivers. Period. I can see that, but Colt McCoy fills in really well. Like he's a good backup quarterback, sure. and uh, so I'm I'm and worried. The- like the Niners, D's good. Josh is right. Like it's something to worry about for sure. They, they like they could hold the Cardinals to to really low points without Kyler Murray there. But most of uh, what Rondell Moore gets is, you know, minus five yards to 10 yards. Yeah. And, you know, they could do that no matter who starts at quarterback. And he's shifty. He reminds me a lot of Debo in in how shifty he is. I think Debo's way more talented. But, yeah, um, I, I just stronger. I, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't... He's a much bigger body, dude. Like, it's. But yeah. Okay, let's touch base but really yeah, quick. Like what on... they do for their team is a similar role. Okay, let's. Let's. Uh, are you confident in flexing um, Brandon Ayuk again this week? Another eighty-yard game last week. Yeah. I want to flex Ayuk this week. Yes, and weeks going forward, he's a great option. Ayuk or Gabe Davis? I think I'd go Ayuk. That's close. I think so too. And if Josh Allen was healthy, I think I'd go Gabe Davis. See, that's kind of where your ceiling. Yeah, for sure. Pittman or Brandon Ayuk? Pittman. Oh, that's close. It's still Uh, close to me, too, but I lean plays the Eagles, but I'm still going to take. I I think Jeff Saturday is going to figure out out a way to get his best players the ball. So I'm going to go Ayuk (laughs) based off what Josh (laughs) just told me. (laughs) I think Saturday is going to get the X's and O's drawn up the right way on Sunday. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the 49ers backfield then. We've got Elijah Mitchell and CMC. Obviously, CMC, you're never taking that dude out of your lineup. Never. Uh, it feels special. like the same thing can be said about Elijah Mitchell. 
but yeah, are you, I mean, are you confident flexing Elijah Mitchell? Is he, okay. You said James Robinson, you don't see 24 running backs finishing higher than him. Can you say the same thing about Elijah Mitchell this week? Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I'd blame Mitchell over James Robinson. Yeah. So would I, yeah. I I'm just blown away by that, that, but they they like that split backfield, and if he gets, you know, eighteen touches or sixteen to eighteen touches a game, that's what you want out of most of your starting running backs, your RB twos, and and it, it works. And I I I like the chances. I mean, if yeah. they if they're gonna give their running backs thirty to thirty two touches a game between the two of them, you're comfortable with both of those guys starting. It's so much volume. Yeah. And they run a lot of offensive plays, and they get it's, a lot of first downs. They they might be the first team to to kind of successfully replicate what the Saints were doing when they had Ingram and Kamara. Exactly where, what I was thinking. You know, where you have this like bulldozer and this dynamic dude who like are such a good complement to each other, and they can both do a lot of the same things, but they're both like elite at a different thing and so yep. i don't know that i'd say elijah mitchell's elite i don't know that he's as you know good between the tackles as ingram was at his peak but like they're they're figuring this out and getting both these guys going so yeah i like it that's yeah. what the Niners want to do man they're yeah. a run first team they have great run blocking schemes they want to run the ball a ton so. and a ton of different ways we've seen it for years yeah and they finally got a guy there with cmc and elijah mitchell to where they can just do it so much so yeah it's it's fun to watch is Not james connor a top 20 running back this week yes yeah top 15 no Okay, that That's might be the where I draw the he line because be this Niners, 15. this Niners D is is brutal. Yeah, but I, I, think... I, I would feel I would feel a little bit more confident in um, Connor being a top fifteen running back if you had Kyler, just yeah. because I think the scoring opportunities would be higher for for James Connor. Connor is so good so. in the red zone, man. His efficiency numbers were through the roof last year, and just watching him the last couple of weeks, I'm just like, dude, yeah, he's he gets so it done. Good, he's so he did in Pittsburgh. Why would you give anybody else the ball in the red zone? He just gets in the end zone. He's awesome. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, good enough. All right. Well, I think that wraps up episode forty. Uh, we'll be back again tomorrow night. I believe we're gonna do it again tomorrow night, guys. Right. So yeah. Still sounds right. Yeah. Friday okay. night. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be back again tomorrow night. So we the episode will be down on Friday tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I got, I actually have to, I got, I got to put our, our DFS stuff in. I still don't know who won to be honest with you guys. Oh, um, snap. Work's been, I've been playing catch up cause I was out sick for so long. So it's been Big a little, been a, <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know which one of us won, but it's going to be close. I can tell you that Whoop. I, I can't, just looking at like the lineups, I know it's going to be pretty close this week. Speaking so. of close, go Blazers, um, man. Yeah. We're yes. at 69-62 right now. Yes. Yes. Oh, man, I love watching this game. Um, all right. Well, uh, we will see you guys again tomorrow night. And you guys can find us on our main Twitter at Best Coast FF. You can find me at BCFF underscore Brandon. You can find me at BCFF underscore Jordan. And I'm at BCFF Josh. All right. Thank you guys and see you tomorrow.